and welcome to the Captain's Quarters, the unofficial Star Trek rewatch podcast where we are rewatching the entire Star Trek franchise starting at the beginning of the official chronology. We worked our way through Star Trek Enterprise and we've moved on to Star Trek Discovery. My name's Gabe I'm with my co-captain Jason who's doing sign language for those watching <laughs> on YouTube. No, no, don't even accuse me of that. Um, yeah, <laughs> make it so, Jason. Hello there, how are you? It's good, happy new year. Happy new year, yeah, to you too. It's been a couple of weeks. We spent uh, shore leave on holiday with our families, and we hope everyone out there in internet land had um, a great holiday and a happy new year 2024. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to and see you. We're back! We're <laughs> back! Yeah, it's been too long. The The rust is already showing by the, the start of... Um, oh, you know. yeah. I don't know. I, is it rust or do we usually have technical issues with That's Zoom true. and YouTube? I think we're just... Again! We're just old. No one to blame. Yeah. Okay, today we're talking about Star Trek Discovery Season 1, Episode 11, called The Wolf Inside. So here's a brief synopsis. Um, <clears throat> we'll edit that out. Okay. So Burnham is still stranded in the Mirror Universe, and she must try to save the lives of a group of rebels who she is ordered to destroy by the Terran Empire while maintaining her cover as... Her mere universe counterpart. Meanwhile, a growing terror within Lieutenant Tyler consumes him and threatens the chances of the Discovery returning home. That's it. That's the synopsis. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, that leaves me hanging for want, wanting more. Hey, you know what? I stole that. So um, I stole that synopsis. Okay. So. Okay. Mm. What do they say? Every great writer borrows something from another great writer sure yeah beautifully said <laughs> so first of all kudos jason i think every prediction you made has come true so um tyler is fuck spoiler alert um whoa we jumped into that one quick. <laughs> okay yep that's the growing terror uh, yeah, 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 yeah. From the synopsis. And yeah. uh, and the wolf inside from the title, I would imagine. Yeah, it's a, it's a double entendre too, though, right? Because um, he's a wolf inside Starfleet. Yes. But he's, there's also a wolf inside him. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Good point. Um, so action-packed episode man it was yeah so there's there's sort of two storylines one is tilly trying to save stamets who mm -hmm. has been taken over by the spores and is unconscious mm -hmm. and at the beginning very very beginning of the episode the teasers little segment thing it shows stamets in some spore realm and he's actually embracing his his lover the doctor and uh, I want to ask you about that, but um, okay. so he's still around, but he could be in another dimension. His conscious could be in another dimension. Tilly knows his research and the spores very well. She figures out um, how to manipulate the spore samples that they do have to bring Stamets back. Doesn't quite work. Um, when we when we're not with Burnham in the episode or with Tilly, she's working on that problem, and it resolves itself with this strange um, scene where Stamets confronts another version of himself in this spore realm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we don't really know what's going to happen there. So my question is. He's embracing the doctor, but 
But, yeah. but we believe that when we see Stamets do that, that that's Stamets' real consciousness. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. do you believe that that also means that the doctor's consciousness is also real in that scene? And thus there's hope that the doctor could still be alive? <clears throat> wow. He's, okay. he's in like limbo. Stamets is, yeah. is keeping him safe so there. So I think no. Okay. So I, <laughs> it's interesting to me. Because I, I have I have a hard time believing that they've that this is the end for Doctor Culp mm-hmm. for Doctor Culver. I was hoping you would know. I have no idea. Yeah, Doctor Culver. Okay. Doctor Cuber Culver. Oh my gosh, this is one of my failings in life in general. Don't remember names. Um. Okay, so I think he's dead in that scene. Yep, gets his neck snapped what? by Vok. Yep, yep, by Ash Tyler Vok. And he is being held, and I think that, and I think that scene is also going to play a role. And here we go. Here's a guess that another major storyline for the next episode. And maybe even continuing into that is Stamets's trek, let's say, through the mycelium network, where he meets, in my guess, his mirror self. I think that's a mirror self of himself. Right, because because we haven't seen Come on, Lim. we haven't seen mirror Stamets or mirror Doctor, have we? Right, no, we haven't. No, right, exactly. So. And to the, your second point, I do think that he will be brought back to life. But I think it's, but for me, what it was, what kind of hinted at that was Tilly says a line later in the episode. It's that he you know, she makes this fun fact to Saru where she says fungi are like the only organisms that link life and death mm-hmm. <clears throat> or something to that nature yeah uh, like have a natural link between life and death so i think he does get resurrected in one of the next episodes because of the mycelial network how does his neck unsnap <clears throat> so i i don't know the answer to that uh yeah i don't know the answer to that but i have a feeling that there's, you know, regenerative properties potentially or something that brings him brings the doctor back. What if they body maybe not in the next episode, but maybe like in cuz I think we could be in this mirror episode like mirror universe and mycelial network for a couple of episodes. I think this could be like a 3 or 4 episode arc. Um, have we ever? Because at the end of the episode, we we meet. Bum bum bum. You know. The emperor. The emperor. Which was another correct guess. Palpatine. Kudos again. That was another correct guess on you because you guessed that it would be Georgia, and it was. Yeah. Okay. So the only reason I guessed that was because, even though I've never seen him, I've never seen the show. I have I had heard that Michelle Yeoh makes reoccurring appearances even after episode 1. So I was like, well, I'm wondering if they go into a mirror universe Giorgio or like she's resurrect, resurrected or something like that, but yeah, I was like there's only real like cuz I only had heard that she had been a recurring character again in discovery even after death hmm so that was really just part of that guess well so i wanted to ask uh back to doctor um yes what if they body snatch mirror universe doctor's body and then put regular universes consciousness into mirror universe body could be could be that wouldn't be very ethical though no, it wouldn't. But it could be. Unless maybe he gets his brain is scrambled. 
like let's say mirror universe doctor is like no brain waves he's like brain dead somehow mm-hmm. i don't know what mm-hmm. happens he's also dead yeah but he's but like he's like but he's like universe. on life support yeah so his body okay, so yeah. his body's still good i don't know what caused this this is hypothetical and then they take consciousness okay. out of the spore realm put it into new body yeah could be <laughs> I, I don't a know. lot of what ifs there or or going riffing on that let's riff on that I, you know i could totally see like the spores regenerating his consciousness right mm-hmm. into regular universe mm-hmm. instead of mirror universe dead or alive sure dr culper sure we just got to fix that neck man yeah tyler's tyler snapped that thing good so i know i know i know i know i know <laughs> stranger things have happened okay so what was the other thing i was gonna say oh um why do you think we haven't seen mere stamets and mere doctor do you think there's an intent a, a reason there a plot reason or we just haven't gotten to it because it's not like we've seen everybody yeah, I don't think we... But I do think that... So to answer your first part, I do think Paul... The two Pauls... Yeah, in the, in the spore. Are in the mycelium. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. that's crazy that Mir, Mir Stamets happens to also be... Because the, the, the chain of events that led regular Stamets to be in the spore realm was yeah. so specific and long... You know, it was a lifetime of research and, you know, the spore drive and the whole thing that got him there. Like, what are the chances that his mere counterpart would also end up there? So, I think pretty good because... Or do you think regular Paul's so think actions would... caused Mir to, like, pull no, the No, I think... Out? No, I think that Mir Paul... In this way, mirrors our universe, Paul, in, in, in a lot of ways. And I think this goes back to Lorca saying, oh, you know, Paul and I have done so much of this research in the mirror, you know, in, into the, um, excuse me, into the mycelial network, mm. not the mirror. But mirror Paul and mirror Lorca, since we now know that Lorca is actually from this universe or that's what they that's what they've been hinting at and they'd escape to the regular universe our universe or whatever and that's why he's been so different from every other well that was your theory we haven't confirmed that it was it was my theory and i'm sticking to it okay i don't know so i don't know i would agree they've been hinting at that the work together but in very different in a very, in a very different, um, with very different intentions. Okay. Um, I, but again, it's just a theory. It's a good theory and it makes perfect sense. And I'm on board with it. I wouldn't have thought of it had you not brought it up, but I don't think the show is super hinting towards it. Like they're definitely hinting at there's something shady with Lorca and there's some, yeah some relatively unexplained change but why he's so like machiavellian like even in this episode he says something like sometimes the end justifies terrible means and he's and he's basically Mm -hmm. telling um burnham to uh was it to destroy the rebel base destroy yeah yeah yeah, uh yeah basically yeah yeah basically and that's why i think and that's why i think and that's the only so this is like, you know, dark side vibes, right? Yeah. This doesn't give you tremor in the force. It does, for sure. Like that's the reason why Lorca is so unlike everybody else. Is that this is Mirror Lorca and he escaped to regular universe to capture the discovery, to bring it back and to destroy um, you know, and ultimately I think he wants to usurp. Yeah. And replace Giorgio as emperor, but, but I guess. But I also think for someone like you, his 
his um, juxtaposition between like him and the other captains that you know so well because you've watched so much Star Trek. Yeah. He probably sticks yeah. out like a sore thumb more so than someone like me, because yeah. because I've only really watched Enterprise, and now yeah. now to me like yeah he seems like oh I didn't know that there was these captains who were so like you know uh, wishy washy with the rules and and just kind of mm-hmm. um, Machiavellian and. Yeah. Um, and and that, but but I just kind of took it. I was like, okay, well, I guess this is now that I'm like actually paying attention to a Star Trek show. I'm like seeing things that I never knew were in in, mm-hmm. in the canon. I'm just like, okay, I guess Star Trek is a little bit more uh, nuanced than I thought. Because to me, it was just like very altruistic or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. No, and and that's absolutely true. But but again, and I, again, but this might be just me being an old school Star Trek fan. Um, they're usually not Machiavellian without pretty good reasons. Yeah, it's like a life or death situation. It's like situational. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, the Romulans killed my entire family. Starfleet didn't know, and I'm out to, like, disrupt the peace. Sure. Right? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Lorca, this Lorca is just so far out there for me mm. that I'm like, well, it's he's got to be mirror universe. He could, he may not be, right? He may not be. This is just a guess again. Well, if he is, he's very aware. He's aware of both universes and... Um... Yeah, he's lying to regular universe people, um, and all of his machinations have been to get back to his home universe. You know yeah. that's why he supported Burnham all the way through because um, I think he knew that to get he needed to get her there because she had um, a higher standing in the mirror universe, and he needed to. Um, uh, he needed Burnham to to masquerade as as Mere Burnham. Okay. So he strung Burnham along to get her there. So you never, so you never <clears throat> had that inkling that this could be never. No. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. But see, like, but like, you think about like Saru. Saru has a high standing in regular universe, but like Saru would be a worthless um, mole or whatever in the in the mirror one you know like if you brought saru with you it doesn't do you much good because now you just have someone who's a slave it has no power um in that universe and so you can't use them so i think i think that's why he was so adamant this whole time about keeping burnham because he intended to use her in the mirror universe because she was a captain i don't know i just thought no, I think that's very valid. No, I, I think that's gonna be, I think that you're gonna be proved to be. I think that's gonna be true. Well, okay. What was the other thing I was gonna say? Um, so you got the Giorgio thing right. You got the Vok thing right. So. So I okay. I didn't okay. So I didn't know. I, I'm gonna have to correct you on that one. I think. I don't think I actually said. I may have said he might be Vok. Mm-hmm. But I was a bit in my mind. I was like, oh, I think he's just more of a Klingon sleeper like agent that had his mind yeah washed yeah maybe but either way it was i was impressed so here's the thing i actually watched this episode twice because um yep same here initially we were going to do this a couple weeks ago so so i watched it and then um we lost a couple weeks so i watched it again right um i kind of half watched it today because like okay you know, I just had like kind of one eye on it today, 
But it was interesting because the first time I saw it, when Tyler revealed that he's Vok, who has been surgically altered mm-hmm. to look human, I just took it at face mm-hmm. value. And, and I was also a little bit like, no way, Jason was right. This is um, that Tyler isn't really t- Tyler. He's he's a Klingon. But then on the second time I watched it, I was like, you know what? They don't do anything to prove that he's Klingon. And it actually could be brainwashed. They do. The whole time. Right. No, but they do. And I'm glad you brought that up because I watched it again. Okay. Yesterday uh, while in transit. Yeah. Because I saved it to my to my phone. Yeah. Um. But if you... So I didn't catch this the first time. So I'm glad I went back and, you know, I'm, to kind of refresh my memory. But what you don't notice, because it happens very quick, is that in the in the flashback surgery scenes Mm -hmm. you do see ash tyler getting surgically you know being operated on but in a small instant and it happens real fast it's actually vok they show vok on the table but being operated on that with his klingon anatomy and all that kind of stuff that memory could have been planted it could have been. It could have been. It could have been. What I'm saying, they don't. They didn't do like a DNA analysis. Like if they took a swab of Tyler and they're like, "Oh, he has Klingon DNA." Yeah, they don't. But remember, in the in the later part of the episode where he almost kills Burnham, yeah, he says things on the Brit. He says. He recounts things and events that happen on Takuvma's bridge that Tyler wasn't there, but Vok was. Sure. And so him recounting that is saying, okay, yes, it is Vok. But if, if, they, being... if they took a human and, and mm-hmm. brainwashed him... And implanted the idea yes. that he was Vok. They could have also implanted that knowledge because it could have. They could have. They could have. Because it would have been the, the female the only, Klingon who did it. She was there. Or she right. knew about it. And and I think we are going to get that answer. I think they will interrogate and ask Laurel who Ash Tyler Vok is. Yeah. Well, so that was yeah. I do think that either Saru or. I think it's going to be Saru. I don't know if Burnham has the... I'm not sure if she's going to have the emotional capacity to do that at the moment. Probably not. Not saying that she's a weak character. It's just the psychological trauma of falling in someone who's not who they're supposed to be. expect to be. Right. Yeah. And then them almost killing you at the same time. You know what I haven't done? And I'm, I wonder if you have done. Have you looked at what? the actor who plays Vok? And is it the same? Is not. it the same actor? I have not. And I, you know, no, I have not. And I didn't even think of, I didn't even think of, did they just dress up that character, that actor? Yeah. You know, Ash Tyler into Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And he's one and the same. And, like, I wonder if that was, like, in the credits since the get-go and, like, someone could have figured it out, like, right away. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know, right? But to me, when but when Ash Tyler speaks in Klingon, though, it feels like he's being dubbed. Sure. By some other actor's voice. By the guy who actually plays Vok. Who we see in this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm tempted to look it up. I don't know if I if okay, it's going to go spoil it. it or not. Um, I don't think so. I don't know. Hmm. Because we already know Ash Tyler is Vok. Okay, played by Vok is played by Shazad Latif. Okay. And it is Tyler. I don't. It think... is Tyler. It is. Yeah. It's the same guy. It is the same, the same guy. actor. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Wow. So, <laughs> when did this air? 2017, wow. 2018? Yeah. Do you think there was some, like, fan back in the day? Sorry, buddy. Hang on. Yeah. Bravo, Discovery. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. Do you think there was, like, some hardcore Star Trek fan back in the day who was, like, looking at the credits and was like, it's the same actor. Absolutely. Like, figured it out right away. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like that first. Come on, buddy. You, we both know there are, with the greatest reverence and the greatest respect, that there are fans out there of of all franchises, whether it's Battlestar, Dune, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, Star Wars, you name it. And 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 I and I say this with the most utmost respect because man, they are. I'm like, wow. There is going. There was an eagle-eyed fan out there that spotted that and said, "Oh man, they are the same." I wonder if um, the showrunners were smart enough to mask that in the credits. Like maybe, maybe. But even if they did that, that would be a red flag. They would be like, "Why is Vok right. not credited?" He, um, and then they would start speculating and. Right, because you've been in a, you've been to enough cons, right? Mm-hmm. To been like to see those convention rooms where it's like some fan picks out like, you know, I don't know. Palpatine had. Gray robes in episode six, but he's now got black robes in Empire Strikes. Or whatever the case might be. You know there are those eagle-eyed fans that will do that. And like, you know, do the due diligence of their fandom and... Sure. Pick that out. Wow. Well, to, to, <laughs> me, to me, that squashes the idea that it is purely brainwashing. So we're dealing with the real McCoy. Yeah, here. yeah, 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 yeah. But again, we'll have to wait for that answer from Laurel. Um, and what answer is that? Whether, you know, or not, whether or not non-actor picking wise that Vok is Tyler, Tyler is Vok. Like, mm-hmm. we're not... Still talking about sleeper agent, still. Sure. Because that could just be a major coincidence. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or, like, you know, in an effort to, like, that'd, save money. That'd be a hell of a way to throw everyone off, too. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, okay. Well, so, just to, you know, close the loop on the Vok thing. So, when Burnham... And Tyler go down to the rebel base. She reveals mm-hmm. right away that she's like, hey, I'm double crossing my Terran empire here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just mm-hmm. need proof that you can give me that will show them I was here. But then um, you guys escape and you'll have time to leave. And... Um, mm-hmm. Terran Empire are being none the wiser. They're going to destroy your base, right. but you need to evacuate. And they give them the proof. Right. So while they're there, right. she meets the counterpart of her dad. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty amazing. I mean, who else would be the prophet? Sure, yeah. Although although I say that now, but I was like, huh, who's going to be the prophet? And I was like, ah, should have guessed. <laughs> he mind melds her. Yeah. verifies what she's saying is true mm-hmm. um so that was nice he didn't let on that it was his daughter i assume he knew from that venture into her mind even if it was a counterpart yeah i would have assumed he would have recognized that it was his daughter so He he recognizes that he's her, that she is. Oh wait a minute, hold on. His ad- so ber- adopted daughter in the regular universe. Adopted daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, in the regular universe. Yeah. It may not play out 
the same in the mirror universe. <clears throat> he because so prophet prophet Sarek doesn't adopt um, mirror. Yes, um, right because right because I don't know how a spe- how a subservient lower class lower alien species could adopt a human mm. under the Terran Empire. Got it. Agreed. Totally agreed. And I actually forgot right? I actually forgot she was um for some reason I thought her mom or something was um yeah. her biological mom. But it's no, they're both adoptive okay. parents. Okay. Totally space that. Okay. I think but Going on that, though, I do think she will be the adopted daughter of Giorgio. Hmm. Okay. I do think either that or I... Yeah. No, 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 no. I I do think she has a very, very deep connection to Philippa. Okay. And I think it goes deeper than just mentor-mentee. In the regular universe, right? Philippa took Burnham under her wing, all that kind of stuff. I think she will have been, will have the same story, except it will be with Philippa. Interesting. Okay. I could be wrong. And that's how she'll be spared for her uh, insolence there at the end, right? Yes. Okay, well, so just to finish off that scene with the rebel base, so um, Vok, regular Vok, sees Mir Vok, who has not been surgically altered, and mm-hmm. attacks him, and that's how he reveals to Burnham. Because he's, he's speaking English! Yeah. He's speaking English! And that's how he reveals to Burnham that he is Vok. And then, yeah. so... Um, he attacks Burnham and because um, because of that the Terran Empire arrests him and sentences him to death and Burnham sa- cruel cruel way Ooh. yeah they're gonna transport him into space Ooh. and Ooh. so at the last second Burnham goes he dies by my hand and she um, sends him in such a way that the uh, Shenzo can pick him up and then we find out she actually planted the, um, I'm sorry, the discovery. The discovery picks him up. The, uh, yeah, ISS is, yeah. yeah the, discovery. the discovery picks him up. And she planted yeah. um, a chip in him or on, on his, like in his pocket. And it's the whole, the whole yeah. point of why she was there was to try to get mm-hmm. um, this encrypted data on the um, USS Defiant. USS Defiant. Which has now appeared in at least four separate Star Trek series. Yes. Related yes. to the Mirror Universe and time Amazing. travel. Amazing. Including one of the Enterprise episodes we um, talked yes. about. And so yes. the Defiant is the key, they think, to getting the Discovery back to the regular universe. Yes. So so mission accomplished. So now Saru and Tilly, etc. have the data they need and they're going to analyze it. And so it's an exciting place. I can't wait to see the next episode. I can't wait to see what they do with the data and if they figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. And unlike and unlike Star Wars, the Empire does destroy the rebellion in one swift stroke. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, was there anything else? What would you give this episode, Jason? What would you uh, grade it? rank it you know there are a lot of things that i really liked about this episode um i i i i was i was thinking about a lieutenant commander but you know what i am going to um promote it to a commander's episode three pips out of uh out of what do i usually do five or six for admiral for an admiral's episode okay Six, six, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you said or three out of five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think this was a really good episode, and and it because it makes you want more, right? It makes you want to find out, like, 
you know, Stamets's, you know, journey into the Mycelial Network, how they're going to escape the Terran Empire, especially if they're being taken back to the Terran homeworld, Earth. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. What Lorca's plans are. Um, you know, and I and I thought there were some really fine moments. Um, you know, where Tilly, you know, this goes back to like one of the first episodes. You know, Burnham and, and Tilly are talking about the command program and there's a little bit of growth. There's some growth with Sylvia. And she's like, if I do this well enough, you know, would you consider promoting me to... Um, you know, or not promoting, but, um, to, um, to Saru to sure. Like, you know, um, recommend her to the command program. Yeah. And then I think, and then the other thing too is, you know, how they delve into this now new Ash Tyler Burnham relationship. And then the relationship he's got with the rest of the ship now, now that he's, you know, a murderer, right? And that, you know, that he's actually a Klingon and, you know, that he's killed Hugh or Dr. Culber, you know, how Stamets, you know, welcomes him back, doesn't welcome him back, you know, because, you know, you're basically confronting, you know, the killer of your boyfriend lover. Um, and then the other thing, too, was the... Uh, the entire episode, and I love that they did that. Like, I love that Burnham, that there was a theme that she's like, the longer I'm here, the more I lose myself to this cruel, cruel world, right? This cruel universe where she has to watch these executions and the torture chambers and all that kind of stuff, so... Sure. And and I think that's the first time Star Trek has ever delved not deeply into that, but at least a little bit, right? Sure. And have they had um, multi-episodes in the Mirror Universe like this before? Isn't it always a one-off? Um, Because this has been a pretty um, long arc, right? Or in the Mirror, is it? I think it will be, yeah. No, I think it will be. I think it'll be two, three... I think it's going to be two, three more episodes. Um, I want to say they've usually been one, but Deep Space Nine does two or three episodes. Okay. Over multiple seasons, though. Got it. Not all in one season. I see. Okay. What'd you think? Yeah, I loved it, too. I thought your your critique of it was beautiful. I don't know if I could add to that. Um, I, I did... Um, I thought it really like, like all, all paths have led to this point, which was very satisfying. Mm -hmm. I like that kind of TV that builds to something. And, um, I think it was beautifully done in this episode. Really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I, I normally do the, the letter grades. I would, I definitely, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, come on teacher, grade the episode. Yeah. I'd give it an A. Come on, professor. Brigade. I'd give it an A. I'd give it like a 90, okay. 92 point. Um, no, just like a 92%. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Like a salad A. That's pretty yeah. good. So I, and I, um, some of the emotions that you're you're referring to with Burnham too, like I I liked how, when she told Tyler, um, she said to Tyler, like you told me that I'm your tether, but I need a tether also, and I think you really like, yeah, did a that did a really good job of like, um, letting you in on how isolated she feels. Like I, I yes, I thought that was really good character development there. Yes. As far as like empathizing with the character and what she's up against and what she's dealing with. I thought that was, I thought that was really well done. Yeah. No question about it. And I, and it's going to be really interesting to me to see how they work through that because of that. Because, you know, you just got betrayed. Yeah. Majorly. By her first love. Yeah. Yeah. 
in, in someone who That's... not only her first love, but like the first time she ever even like had the idea of loving someone because she was so Vulcan that she yep. was never never even considered having a romantic relationship or whatever. It was just, was it logical? Yes, exactly. 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 And that to me, I have a real soft spot. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but I have a real soft spot for that. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Long long time listeners will know exactly what Jason's talking about. How do you think this plays out? Oh, um. Is Vok a sleeper? Is Tyler Vok or is he just a sleeper still? Or did that, you know. I think the actor. He's played, played both, by the same. To me, confirms actor. it is Vok. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um. I think he'll escape and Burnham will kill him. They'll get in a fight and she'll kill him. Ooh. She will kill him? You think she will kill him? Ouch. You know what? No, no, I take it back. Because I like the idea of a like long-standing villain. I think he'll get away and he'll continue to be Oh, okay. the like main bad guy throughout the whole series. In human form or do you think he'll get Oh change back oh um yeah i guess i initially i was thinking he would get changed back but maybe it's more interesting if he doesn't get changed back right yeah i agree with you i agree with you yeah so i think he stays human and he's but but mentally the whatever that thing was the the like implanted humanness I think that just goes away, and he just goes full Vulcan in a human. And he becomes Klingon again. All right, I said I said Vulcan. I'm yeah Klingon. Oh okay, Klingon. Okay. Sorry, sorry. And, yeah. But he'll be in human body, and um, okay, 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 okay. I think that'd be really interesting. Ooh, ooh, wow! The Klingon Empire trying to be led by a human. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that'll be really interesting if they go in that direction. Seems unlikely. I'd watch that Star Trek. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh! I mean, can you? I mean, can you imagine? That would bring a whole new level of corruption to the later Klingon Empire that we see built in Star Trek: The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. Hey, how about this, though? Like, another secret to preserve the Empire. How about this? To be buried to preserve the Empire. Amazing. That would be amazing. What if Vok um, forces some of his subjects to also go through the surgery? And then that explains why 10 years later, there's a whole army of human-looking Klingons. Could be humanoid Klingons. In the uh, could be, could original be. series. Wow. Another another explanation for the, the original series. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. I, no, I'm, no, I... You think I'm joking. I, I totally... I'm with you, buddy. I think that could be... I mean, the, the amount of potential and possibility in that. That's... Um, yeah. So, good episode. I, I, but, but honestly, dude, I have no idea what's going to happen. I, I do think your Lorca thing is going to be right. Um, I, I, I want to see if, if the idea of him like stringing Burnham along was part of his grand scheme the whole time. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's something I'm looking forward to for sure. And what do you think is the reason? Just simply just using her. Because... To... No, like, okay, I should rephrase. What do you think his ultimate goal is? Oh, um, I mean, something to do with the Emperor. Um... Man, so... Because I think he also wants that data... But not for the Defiant. I think he wants it for something else. 
Like maybe it's like the plans to the Death Star Ooh. or something. Oh. And that's how he'll just. Oh. That's how he'll infiltrate the. Uh, oh. The Emperor's lair. I don't know. Oh. Okay. I don't know. What do you think it is? I. I I th I I think he just wants to replace her. I think he wants to take her spot. Yeah. But but like. But and use it to go back also to go back to the regular universe and conquer that as well. But see now that they. But know. see, I'm operating on the assumption that he like chose to go to the regular universe in order to get Burnham to bring her back. Like, that was his whole plan mm -hmm. all along. So, like, mm -hmm. as far as replacing the Emperor, why do you think he needed Burnham to do it? Like, what what, what role does this whole plot line play in his, his scheme? Because I think... Because I think he... She, I should say... Because I think Burnham is connected in some very special, meaningful way yeah, to the Yeah, the adoptive Emperor. daughter. So trying yeah. to get close to the daughter. Not confirmed, but that's what I think. Okay, so that's what I think. trying to get close to the Emperor via yeah. her daughter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And probably, essentially, if Lorca did escape, it's got to be for some reason, unless it was on her orders, but I doubt it, because it makes it seem like she's been hunting him for a while and that he is not on her good side. I think that he is trying to prove to the emperor that because she, he has befriended, gotten her back in a way, right? Like, you know, it, from what I remember, um, Mayor Burnham is dead? Mm-hmm. Or, like, missing or something? Yeah. And I think he brings her back and says, look, I found her, even though it's not the mirror one, right? Sure. She's brought some form of Burnham back. Yeah. To get close and then, you know, Brutus-style to Caesar stabs her and kills her or something. I don't know. Okay. Or it would be interesting to see if they battled. Yeah. Like the two went, you know, <clears throat> and battled. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, yeah. I'm excited. Me too. Anything else with this episode? No, I think we covered it. Cool. Did you see yeah. that the director of two-thirds of the Andor show is going to be directing a Star Trek movie? I did. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see how well he translates from one, you know, from one franchise to another. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I, and, you know, the other thing, too, is, like, he he does he's done such an amazing job obviously you and i both agree that he's done an amazing job with like andor mm. the series that like it's going to be a game of can you top this right sure and I, and i don't want to set myself up to too high expectations sure so and then um grogu but i think he could do well yeah i think so too and then grogu's coming to the big screen Did you see that no, what? Yeah, there's going to be... Not surprised, but... Yeah, it's going to be a Mando m really? movie. Really? Yeah. There's going to be a Mando movie. Yep. And then when that was revealed, Filoni... I always mess his name up. I always say Fellini. Filoni... Filoni did. Yeah, yeah, said that he's working on it, but, th but then he also confirmed he's working on Ahsoka Season 2. So... Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay, do you think this is going to be a Mandalorian heavy, like, battle? Oh. Centered movie for the Mandalorian? Man, I didn't even think about it. I don't know. I think Grogu's going to die. Okay. I've been saying this for years, but I think Grogu's going to die. I know, die. you've been saying that since day one. Yeah. I know, I know. But I think the movie is finally how Grogu dies. I know. It's going to be very hard for Disney to go, <laughs> we can't really sell dead action figures and dolls. No, that's a good point because like really little kids love Grogu. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're... Even if maybe that was their initial plan, there's just no mm. way. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Did Grogu die? <laughs> and they still call him Baby Yoda. Right. So. Wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of news coming out of the um Yeah. The SWU recently. I didn't catch any of that. Yeah, well. You know, they got to do something to get the investors excited, so. So, in your mind, is, is are movies the way to go? Or do you think they should, con- should continue focusing on series? And... I think this movie is going to bomb. This Mando movie. I think it's going to bomb hard. Mm. And that will... Because I was just about to ask you, what do you think... Do you think there's anything out there right now that would warrant, like, that should deserve another, like, a movie? Well, I mean, the Zelda uh, is going to be a movie. We talked about that last time, right? No, 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 no. In the Star Wars universe, oh. like, do you think there should be a character like Ahsoka, mm. Palpatine the movie, Kenobi again? Yeah, dude, Kenobi, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. What be I mean, are you asking me what you think would what do I think would succeed or what would I like to see? Yeah. Yeah, both. Both. And if they're the same, then they can be the same. I mean See, I'm like, okay, that So you're kinda lukewarm on the Mando movie. Surprisingly Tepid water. Surprisingly, Tepid like water? I'm like less excited about that than I am for the like the Ray Skywalker movie that's gonna come out in like three years. Oh so, okay, 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 okay. Um that I will definitely see like day one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um But yeah, as far as like what would get the audience out Man, I don't even know. I don't know. Like, I feel like people probably feel burned, and that's why by the time um, uh, Rise of Skywalker, what, what was that movie called? Was that what it was called? Rise of Skywalker. By the Rise of Skywalker. By the yeah. time the that, last one. Yeah, by the time that came out, people were so done. They were just like over it I'm, I mean I'm sure it made its money in the box office but I don't think it like set any records and I know it got destroyed by the critics right yeah so I just have no clue but I okay. I personally am not as like anti certain things as uh, most you know Star Wars fans are are notorious for hating Star Wars more than than anyone else, which is interesting. Yeah. There's like a meme that's like, no one hates Star Wars as much as Star Wars fans. More, yeah, I saw that. I've seen that a couple of times. I've seen I've seen a couple of variations of that. Yeah. But that just shows how much people love it. And how crazed they can be. Yeah. You know. Rise of Skywalker, 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. That's critics. Not the worst, but like, you know, ooh. That's critics. And then the audience score yeah. was 86. Oh, not bad. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. What would you want to see? Okay. Hey, you know what? By the way, Rise of Skywalker did a billion dollars, so I might have been dead wrong there. At the box office. How does that compare to the rest of the, fr- the movies? In the fr- Although I, I could bet... I could see that doing very well, um, adjusted for uh, inflation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What would I like to see? Um, no one wants to see my Star Wars movie. No one. So we'll not, we'll not. Let's not talk about that again. Okay, I know. I know what I was thinking. So the Force Awakens made two billion. Yeah. That one was huge because there was a lot of hype to it, right? Yeah. There was a lot of like hope and hype for it. Yeah. 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 So it, it and it's weird. I, I do think they kind of like feel maybe like be, like so like Rise of Skywalker or um Force Awakens 2 billion, Last Jedi was 1.3 mm-hmm. 1. Mm-hmm. billion and then Rise of Skywalker is 1 billion. Ooh. So even though it only made a billion dollars, I do think that they, they right. look at that it as was... like maybe not a failure but a sign of sure we're doing this wrong or this is this is yeah. s- this is failing. Yeah. So. And it was yeah. I, I, you could you could call it that. Yeah, for sure. But I think that's why they've taken a break. Yeah, exactly. Right. That was one of the major reasons they've taken a break from from major filmmaking. Agreed. In this series. But yeah, no one wants to see my Star Wars movie that I want to see made. I know what yours is. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... Yours... Yeah, we've talked about it, but... Yeah, yours is like, um... Remnants of the Empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Solo movie only made $390 million. Yeah, see, that's terrible. I know you loved it. Um, I don't know if I loved it. I liked it. Yeah, you liked it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. But did, was that the same movie that you were like, oh, you know what? After I watched it, yeah, it wasn't good. Well, which one of those was the <laughs> movies that you were like, oh, I love that one. But then you're like, oh, no, I saw it again and it was terrible or not that great or whatever. It was hmm. Was it the solo movie? I thought it was the solo <laughs> movie where you were like, oh, man, I really like that. And then you go, nope. Saw it again. Nope. Don't like it as much. Hmm. I'm not sure, man. I don't know. Okay. 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 If I remember, I'll let you know. Okay. But see, see, that's why I think that the Mandalorian movie is going to tank. I like, I like, I do think that there, there is a big, um, fan base for Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, like, like I talk to people all the time who are, who are like, they, they call out the Mandalorian as like one of their favorite shows. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It blows Kenobi out of the water. It blows Ahsoka out of the water generally. I I don't know how people feel about Andor, but I could see that too. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if it's enough. I don't know. I don't know if it's like billion dollar box office which i think is what disney like requires now basically yeah you know the you know i could see that like i you know i could see them making a big epic in tying probably not oh gosh we've had this conversation so many times where is it again in the timeline because you could mix, you could bring in um, Boba Fett, right? Mm. You obviously bring KT Sackhoff. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal. You make it a big epic. Like, maybe it's a big unifying Andor thing against, you know, a... Um, the empire yeah or whatever right mm-hmm. like thrawn you could throw thrawn i think thrawn yeah is he back by now thrawn well is that he i mean um yeah i mean d- because depends. he does have a history in that right it depends if if it's set after the ahsoka time he'll be in our universe or in the right. star wars universe but if it's before that right. then it'll be he'll be Still in the yeah 
the far reaches that planet it's thing far right. reaches right space. The far, yeah yeah no i no i see i agree but you're but what you're saying is um how they could make a good story that you and i would enjoy but you have to think like yeah. when force awakens makes two billion dollars that's that's I mean, when if people baby grogu is in it i mean i think that's gonna go that, that'd be a big one but like people like my dad so like my dad would yeah saw probably episodes you know um one through like eight in the theater but but it gets to a point where you have to keep up with the some of the nuance right and there's just a huge chunk of Star Wars fans who never had to do that, but still enjoyed the hell out of the movies. But now they're being required to do it, and they're not interested. Like my dad. My dad will, will was was yeah. happy to go see. Yeah. Um. Even even like Episode One, you know. Um. I remember seeing it with him. In like. He couldn't. He didn't even know he was watching a prequel. I remember him asking questions right. like, and he thought Anakin was Luke Skywalker, and he was like, t- um, like it, like to him, like the idea of a prequel was just so foreign because at that time that it had been like never been done. The uh, the idea of like, oh, it's not a sequel, it's a prequel. Like even that word, people didn't even know. But that didn't matter it was it was just star wars and we're gonna go see the star wars movie and like i think things have gotten too specific and there's those people who have just just jettisoned and it's just um you know maybe they dabbled in uh they they saw the last jedi and they're like i don't care it's too too specific now that i'm done and then by the time Rise of Skywalker came out, they were just done. And that, and then right. Mandor is that times ten because because you have to watch yeah, three yeah, yeah, three yeah. seasons or four four seasons whatever it is of yeah. like an hour long episodes or whatever. Um, and people just aren't going to do it. Like me and you will do it because we're nerds. But I think there's a huge totally. swath of the general public. Who's just not going to do it. So I think Mando will do another. I think it'll do like 600, yeah. 700 million or something. But you know the other thing too is. I, I'm curious like though. I'm curious though. And you make a really good point, And I agree with you. But, but, but if you. I'm curious though like. If filmmakers now have to reset their expectations. Right. Film producers. Like, I don't know. I can't remember the last movie that people got people clamoring to go see again, to making that kind of money. Because, like, even you go to the movie theater now, which, you know... Yes, I've done it, you know, we've done it with Barbie and Oppenheimer and a couple others. But do you think that, like, that big turnout to going to the movies at the box office is the same? No. Now? No. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I can't even remember the last, the last one that was, you know. The big like cultural, just the like the monoculture thing that everybody yeah everybody sees, everyone's talking about. Yeah, I mean Barbie, I think comes close, right? I think a lot of people went to go see that. I didn't. But other than that, right? Like I streamed it. Even later. the new Marvel movies don't no, you know, aren't making the dollar amount that they that it used to um even oppenheimer i don't think right exactly you know a christopher nolan movie right right? that used to be able to bring in a billion dollars you know or whatever close to that or whatever so you know yeah honestly dude 
last year was all about Taylor Swift. There was no other monoculture right. thing that united everybody. It was just her. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's true for movies too, too much any, anymore these days. Did you see Oppenheimer, by yeah. the way? Yeah. Okay. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. I, um, you know, Nolan like refuses to do special effects he only does practical effects. And I was a little disappointed, yeah. or I was a little let down by the bomb itself. I thought it looked very like backyard bonfire. Uh, it was loud, but visually I thought it was, I wasn't, the, the buildup to it was not, it, it didn't live up to its buildup. Oh no! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, w- I wanted to see a mushroom cloud. Like a mushroom yeah. cloud? Okay. I wanted to see Yeah, okay. I wanted to see a nuclear blast. Right, right, right. So. right, 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 right. But because he won't do special effects, he could only show an explosion that he could actually create and thus Thus, we didn't get a nuclear bomb because he's not going to make you a nuclear bomb. So. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yep. Thanks, man. Thank you. Good talking to you again. And I'll see you this weekend. As always, glad to be back. Glad to be back in the co-captain's chairs. Yeah. I'll see you this weekend. Maybe we'll do this in person. Yes, yes. That's, yes. that's always excited. fun. Yeah. Well, um, everybody think. Can you believe it, folks? We don't do this in the same way. <laughs> um, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. Follow us on X and Instagram and TikTok. Most importantly, subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. And... We also have a Patreon where you can get early access to these episodes. But not only that, if you become a patron on Patreon, we will um, call you, we will thank you at the end of every episode. We will read your name in this moment. This part of the show, we'll read your name. And um, besides that, until next time, live long and prosper. And may the force be with you. See you.